Welcome to Make Money Count, the podcast by Connect. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write us a review on your favorite podcast platform. We got a good one this week. Your whack is whack. It's either going to be really good or it's going to be really boring or it's going to be really offensive or it's going to be a combination. It's going to be a combination for sure. So we're going to discuss weighted average cost of capital, which is like probably the most critical tool that anybody doing a mortgage has Mm -hmm. to offer their borrowers. Mm -hmm. And we're going to explain how calculating weighted average cost of capital affects any decision you should you'll be making mm-hmm. for your mortgage and we're going to show you i think three we have three or four examples i don't know how many examples you have but you've got a bunch of five five examples five examples wow okay i mean listen worst case scenario this is the podcast you can put on when you can't fall asleep <laughs> hopefully not though right <laughs> No, let's do our best. Let's try to like, let's try to get whacked today. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than, 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 you know, pulling out the express, express Excel spreadsheet and giving a good whack. Oof. Yeah. I, I'm curious to know how many of the whack jokes are going to make it into the podcast. I'm, I am still very excited about just like a, a 20 second promo clip of just like whack jokes. Just the whack jokes. Uh, before we get started, though, what's going on here? Howard Yehan and the condo man got us pillows. For yeah, our- we came in today. There's some new Podcast. nice pillows here. Yeah, that's great. Shout out to uh, condo man. Condo man. All right. What is whack? You how, tell me. How whack is the whack? No. How whack is weighted average cost of capital. So it's quantifying what it is costing you to service your interest payments or service your debt. Right. What the total interest payments per month are to service your debt. Right. And figuring out ways to reduce it. Right. There's a little cool example you got on there. This is pretty simple. You get a $250,000 mortgage and we're going to go through tons of examples like this today. Well, five. Uh, $250,000 mortgage at $289,000, $50,000 unsecured loan, resulting in a 4% weighted average cost of capital. Mm-hmm. So basically, the easy way to do this is to say, and I'll just kind of break this down for you quickly here. If you have $300,000 worth of debt, 100% of your debt is equal to $300,000. $300,000. All right. Just pay attention because this is going to be quick. Okay, go. Okay. 100% of your debt, if you have a $250,000 first mortgage and a $50,000 second mortgage, Mm -hmm. the total dollar amount of debt you have is? $300,000. Wow. Amazing. And 100% of your total debt is? $300,000. Sick. Now, here's where we get tricky. Okay. Here's where we weight the averages of your capital and their respective costs. Okay. If you have $300,000 in debt total yeah, and $250,000 of that debt is in a mortgage, okay, how much does $250,000 represent of the total amount of debt that you have? Five-sixths. 
Um, do you know what nootropics are? No. It's like pills you take to make you smarter. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you must be taking them. I am taking them. Okay. This is going to be hard now. Okay. $300,000 is 100% of your debt. $250,000 is roughly what percent of your debt? 83? Wow. That's good. Yeah. I'm like the limitless guy today. 83, right? 83%. Like, honestly, it's almost right on the money. 83 yeah. point something. 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 But yeah. Approximately 83. So 83% of your debt is a two is the 250 grand. Uh-huh. And then the 16-ish, 17% of your debt is that line of credit loan. Correct. At a higher interest rate. Yeah. So the way you arrive at weighted average cost of capital is to say 83% of my debt is at 2.89%. Mm-hmm. 17% of my debt is at 10%. I multiply those percentages by those rates and I add them together. Mm-hmm. And then you get the weighted average cost of capital. 4.08. Right. We do it a little more complex because we add in a whole bunch more. Yeah. And when we go through these examples today, we're going to show people that have multiple trade lines, the people that have break penalties on their mortgages. Mm-hmm. We're going to do as many examples as we can to try to get the idea as to how weighted average cost of capital works through and if you have questions afterwards like let us know like this is not a slam dunk okay let's switch the next slide okay so this is important so when a client calls us Mm -hmm. we go through a process to try to analyze what's going on and the three most important parts of making any of these decisions relating to weighted average cost of capital and whether to refinance someone, to break a mortgage, to switch a mortgage, to wait. They're all predicated upon these three basic ideas. So number one is cost. Analyze what the person is paying right now. Analyze how many debts they have, what the interest rates on those debts are, and understand what the costs are to break any of those trade lines, right? Like you could have a lease agreement that's at 18% and we've seen this before, but in order to pay that back, you got to pay all the interest mm-hmm. that you might owe on that lease out until the end of the lease. doesn't make sense to pay it off. Just leave it where it is. Yeah. Time is the other piece. So cost is number one, mm-hmm. cost of the debt, it's servicing cost and it's breaking cost. All needs to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Time, time it relates to two pieces here. Number one, the one that everybody wants to know about is how much quicker can I pay my debt off? Right. Time, of course. Right. Because that's the whole purpose of the weighted average cost of capital. It's either to reduce your debt servicing costs or speed up how quickly you're going to pay your debt back. Mm-hmm. But time also relates to how quickly do you think on your own you might pay off some of those debts? Right. Because it doesn't make sense to break a mortgage and incur a penalty to pay off debts if you're already planning that you might have cash flow that will allow you to pay those off, right? So time horizon on repayment of, call them like ancillary debts is important. And then the final thing that everyone wants to know is the savings. How much are you going to save? And you today we're going to do a rough calculation. We're just going to show the differences in the weighted average cost of capital. So if you if you if you owed like that first example, if you owe three hundred thousand bucks, your weighted average cost of capital is four percent. We take you down to two percent. You're going to save two percent on three hundred thousand dollars, which is six grand. <laughs> Man, honestly, sick. Okay, great. 
Next slide. So these are our examples today. Yep. Great. Got five. I'm excited. Five examples. Five examples. All right. So we got uh, we got example one here. Okay. Example number one. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the borrower, and you can tell us a little bit about the solution. That's a good idea. What's Matt going to do? Zero, right? Matt. No, Matt. Matt chimes in every once in a while. I'll try. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So we start from from Sarah. So Sarah's Sarah's a refinance. So what Sarah's situation is right now, she got a $260,000 mortgage at 3.23%. She's got 30,000 in credit cards and she owes her brother, brother 30,000, uh, which is at a 0% interest, but probably want to pay the brother back. Yeah. I mean, the brother probably wants to get paid back. hundred <laughs> percent. Take it easy, Sarah. Like we should put in there, like how long did Sarah borrow this money from her brother? Yeah, for? yeah, yeah. I actually have that information. She borrowed the, it five years ago when she bought the house. So Sarah's oh. brother, otherwise known as nicest <laughs> guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, lent her 30000 to put down on wow. the house when she bought the house. You know what you really could have done in that situation is you should have asked Sarah for the brother's number and get him to invest in the mic with the thirty grand he was getting. Oh, that's a good idea. You, do, you should do that after this. <laughs> I mean, Sarah, Sarah's brother seems to be just be throwing around money anyways. Well, we'll give him a return. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so although <laughs> he might not be so smart. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, he's a nice guy. He's a good brother. He's a nice guy. He's a he's good, good brother. brother. Yeah, good don't, brother. don't say that. Uh, so current WAC 4.45 costs 14,232 every year. All right. Again, <clears throat> so 260, <clears throat> excuse me, $260,000 mortgage, 60 grand in unsecured debt. This is almost like harder to show the benefit of the whack because Sarah's brother's charging nothing uh, for his 30 grand. Honestly, what a great guy. Yeah. What a great guy. Something to be said about Sarah's brother. Right. And then also we should put into this savings what Sarah's going to benefit from her brother who now has an extra 30 grand, right? Like Sarah goes for dinner with her brother. Now he's got the extra cash to pay. Yeah. Whereas now Sarah sees her brother at a family event. She probably work, looks the other way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like they can't even sit at the same table right now because of all the awkwardness of this $30,000 debt hanging over their heads. Sarah's brother definitely doesn't make Sarah a drink when he goes to the Oh, bar. if he makes her one, he pours it on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, Sarah, you're probably really nice, which is why yeah. he gave you the 30 grand for 0% interest for five years. Anyways, the solution, let's help Sarah's brother out. Let's get him his 30 grand back. We get a $320,000 mortgage. Weighted average cost of capital is 2.14%. It's just because she got a new mortgage. She refinanced it at her renewal. Mm -hmm. So there was no penalty. She got a new mortgage at 2.14. She got all the money she wanted out. This is a slam dunk. Yeah. This is like, honestly, this isn't even weighted average cost of capital calculation. This is just weighted average of common sense. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's get rid of those credit cards. Yeah. You know, additional benefit, we get rid of her debt to her brother. Everyone is happy. Great. Weighted average of cop. <laughs> <laughs> Weighted average of common courtesy. Common paying like back that. the brother. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Okay, Tom. Okay, so example number 
tubes. Okay. So we got a Tom. We got a second mortgage for. Um, but his current situation before the second mortgage, he had a he had a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage at three point five percent. He had a forty thousand or or he had forty thousand dollar in credit cards at twenty one percent, and he had a thirty thousand dollar loan twelve percent. His current WAC five point one eight, and his cost over the year is twenty nine thousand five hundred and twenty dollars. Right, so he's got five hundred and seventy grand that he pays twenty nine thousand dollars a year to service the debt on. Mm-hmm. Credit cards suck. If mm-hmm. he's going to hold those for a while, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, thirty thousand dollar loan, twelve points. I'm guessing. So you got him a second mortgage. Why? So the second mortgage for seventy grand pays those two out. Mm-hmm. Credit probably sucks. Credit did suck, yeah. And penalty twenty five thousand. Yep. So you had twenty five thousand dollar penalty to break that first mortgage. Mm-hmm. Which would certainly contribute to increasing the whack. Mm-hmm. I think in the next example, we're going to break a mortgage. So we'll show you how we account for the penalty in the whack calculation. Mm-hmm. But what you're seeing here is Tom gets a second mortgage. He's probably got a ton of equity in the house. So he gets a second mortgage at 599 pays off all those credit cards. And we reduce the whack to 3.81%. I mean, this is not earth shattering stuff here. This is just... Deal with a team like ours who are going to analyze all your options and not just give you some bullshit quick fix. Yeah. Right? Like always solve a problem with a longer time horizon, like with a view towards getting this person into the perfect situation. Absolutely. And that's this is what's happening here. So we did a loan from the MIC. We gave the guy 70 grand. We increased the credit score. And um, we get him into a, a, a lower weighted average cost of capital. Beautiful. Absolutely. Who do we have next? Sheila. Sheila. Sheila looks like she bought something and got a private on it originally that is not sustainable. Sheila's in a bit of trouble here. Yeah. Sheila's got, a, she, Sheila's got the highest whack today. So she's got a private mortgage of 97,000 at 14%, which is not unheard of. It sounds insane, but it's no. it's it's definitely common. like rural property maybe yeah, really yeah, bad yeah. credit, discharge bankrupt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, yeah, those rates do kick around. Um $30,000 in credit cards, 21%, and she actually owes money to the government at the moment, 25,000 that she's paying 5% on. So her WAC currently 13.9 Costs over the year is twenty one thousand one twenty. See if we could get Sarah's brother to lend <laughs> Sheila thirty grand. I would really clean things up for him, and her. he would be yielding, yeah, seven ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, okay, so uh, you just did a new first seven ninety nine private first. Pay off yeah. the credit cards, pay off the property tax or the CRA, whatever these taxes are. I mean, listen, it sucks. It's still a first mortgage at $799, but it's better than where she was. Mm-hmm. And hopefully within the next year, you can refinance her. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. She's yeah. on the right track. Good. Robert. Okay, Robert here. All right. So Robert, our friend Robert, he was midterm on his mortgage. Okay. Uh, he had a $500,000 mortgage with a $50,000 line of credit at 5.99%. A $40,000 in credit cards, 21.99. And his WAC is 4.45. And he's costing him $26,244 per year. 
I think it's easier if I look at them up on this screen instead of that screen. Okay. So uh, you take Robert and you get him a new first mortgage. You pay out the existing first mortgage. You pay off the line of credit. You pay off the $40,000 in credit card debt. And you have to pay for that $10,000 penalty. Mm -hmm. So total amount is 600 grand. The penalty has to be included in the weighted average cost of capital. Correct. So even though you got on this amazing new five-year fixed rate at 2.14%, you've got to account for that $10,000 penalty. So the penalty represents 1.69% of the 600 grand. Mm-hmm. You chop it up over the five-year term, it's 34 basis points a year. Add that to the WAC calculation so you can compare. You get a 2.48% weighted average cost of capital on the solution. Mm-hmm. Compared to a 445 on the problem, like on the yeah. on the way in. So it definitely makes sense for him to pay that penalty. New mortgage more than covers it. In fact, like $11,000 in savings in the first year. Penalty is already paid for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. I, I, um, I personally like looking at this TV more. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. You have good eyes, eh? I do actually. I mean, I can see that too. Like, I'm, I have good eyes as well. Some say, but who says that? <laughs> the people. You know who said they do I say. Have, you know who said I have good eyes? Who? An eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Jeff Spears, mm-hmm. client, also client of yeah. Uh, I I had to go get my eyes tested. Went in there. Quote from Jeff Spears, Doctor Spears said, Marcus, you have the best eyes of anyone I have ever tested. No way. You like that? Really? Yeah. I had a week of ups and downs last week. Yeah. Uh, the biggest up, Jeff Spears telling me that I had the best eyes of any best eyes. The biggest down, the drone story. Yeah. yeah. That was really bad. You're still thinking about it today or what? <laughs> every day. <laughs> I think about it every day. I got a brand new drone. So excited about it. My kids were dying to use it. We put on the instructional video of the drone on the TV. And as my son Oscar says, daddy fell asleep. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We were watching the video. And the video was, you know. Boring. And, you know, I, uh, I cut out a little bit. Oscar was watching it intently. In the end, I probably would have been better off if Oscar was the operator of the drone. Anyways, the drone crashed on the ground into a million pieces, and uh, there's no more drone anymore. I'll tell you, you're probably not the first guy to crash his drone the first time using it. That's probably a very common story. So Kenny brought the drone to get fixed. Mm -hmm. There was a lineup at the drone fixing place. Oh, really? I guess the only guys during COVID that have like a bustling business are the drone repair guys. The drone guys. guys. Yeah. All right, look at this. Matt. Matt. Oh, this Matt, is, is this you? This is a good one. Is this you, Matt? It's not Matt. This is a good one, though. This is like business for self. Yep. So this is, I'm going to go through this one. This is like exactly when whack makes the most sense, right? Like when you really want to use weighted average cost of capital. And I'll preface this by saying that this is clearly someone who's self-employed, right? You got a $500,000 mortgage. You got a $500,000 business line. You got $200,000 lease, 80 grand in car lease, 
equipment, financing, and a whole bunch of credit cards. So like from a kind of cursory look, it looks like you've got a borrower who self-employed and maybe some cash flow issues right now. The weighted average cost of capital is astronomical at 7% and definitely difficult to sustain if those balances are kind of constantly carrying over. What's, what's really important to know here is that if you have a small business, it, like it's really, it's very, very common that you would personally guarantee all of those debts. Mm -hmm. So we get this a lot, right? There's a lot of kind of fear around, well, I don't want to roll my equipment lease and my small business loan into my home because that's my home. Mm -hmm. But if you've personally signed for the debt associated with, you know, the leases or the line of credit that you've got on your business, you're on the hook for it anyways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's unlikely that you're going to get away without paying these things off if everything goes wrong. It's very unlikely. I mean, depending on what type of small business loan you have, but, you know, equipment lease, they're going to sell the equipment. They're going to come after you for the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. And if you're just going through like kind of a temporary rough patch like this in your business, it might make a lot of sense to refinance a mortgage, to reborrow that money, to pay off a lot of this debt that's kind of accumulating and, and obviously affecting debt service so that you can improve your personal credit, improve the cash flow of the business. Like there's a huge difference here, right? Like, look, mm -hmm. this guy obviously had a ton of equity in his home. He had five, like, look at all that. Five, three, five. He had an extra million 80. Oh yeah, I mean, that adds up to 1.580. He had a, an extra million 80 in debt that was at in a best case scenario, 6% on a car lease. So obviously the house was worth, you know, clearly the house is worth 2 million or more. Mm -hmm. And he gets a new mortgage, albeit probably a big one, scary, 2.79% though. Um, so he probably didn't qualify on income. There's actually a lot in this, right? Because he's got a really good first mortgage rate at 1.45%. Right. So you go in, you analyze all the debts that he's got. You ask him about time horizon. Mm -hmm. Because if he says, within the next six months, I got a million dollars coming into my business. I got to pay all this off. I don't think you're doing this, mm -hmm. right? You're only doing this if the borrower says like, I don't know a way out right now. Mm -hmm. Business is slow. I need to consolidate these debts. I need to reduce my monthly debt servicing burden. And in a case like this, you get rid of, you know, $66,000 worth of additional unnecessary interest cost on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. And even though he's taking a fixed rate mortgage, that's at 2.79%. So clearly higher than his previous five-year fixed rate. And he's got a brokerage fee of half a point. The weighted average cost of capital is 2.89%. So this is a no-brainer move. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put this into perspective for you. Uh, if, if you're a small business owner going through COVID last year, going through a situation like this, you're able to keep a staff member on. Right. That's, that's a good way of putting it, right? 
maybe two part-time people exactly keep their jobs because you're not servicing debt with it absolutely and, and like all the reprieves that have been granted have been great but if you get a reprieve on a portion of interest on a loan that's still at you know seven eight nine percent it's going back to that rate yeah or you're accumulating those payments and increasing the principal that you owe mm-hmm. so it's best to work through all of these numbers, right? Like we have so many different weighted average cost of capital calculators Mm -hmm. that we can share with you. We can send them right off to you. Yeah. We just take the whack and fire it off. Ah. Like whack it right off to you. Yeah. Hey guys, remember Tom from earlier? Yeah, we know Tom. I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. (laughs) How could we forget Tom? (laughs) I, honestly, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got uh, an update for Tom. It's been about 18 months since we dealt with him, and he's uh, recently come back to us. Oh, great. Okay, this is cool. So Tom is the guy before that you got him into... Second. A first and a second. Can you go back to that slide so we can just recap it? Yeah. So you got Tom into a first and a second. Mm-hmm. So... He was in a, a first that had a high rate, but it had a penalty to break it. So you didn't break it. Mm-hmm. You gave him a second mortgage. You let him carry out the rest of the term. He saved some amount of money on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Now, the maturity date of his first mortgage comes in. Mm-hmm. You fixed his credit by giving him the second mortgage. Mm-hmm. Credit score goes up. He now qualifies for an A mortgage. Looks like he had a ton of equity in the house. Mm-hmm. He refinances the A mortgage for nine hundred grand. Right. He takes six hundred grand. He pays off all of the debt that he had, the first and the second, and he takes the surplus three hundred thousand dollars and he invests it in our mortgage fund. Right. Now we've got to be careful in how we say this. So, first off, Connect has historically earned eight percent. So for the last 10 or so years, if you were to average out the returns of the fund, it's about eight. I think it's like 7.99%. But it is important to note that past returns are not indicative of future performance. Right. I'm super confident in the fund because I make the lending decisions on it and I believe in the fund. I believe in what we're doing. In this case, Tom probably borrowed money from the MIC. Yeah, he did in order to fix his credit. And now we're able to not only repay the money he borrowed from the MIC, but also get him to invest in the MIC, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So just to show you the the power of compounding interest and understanding your weighted average cost of capital, we've got a client who managed to borrow an extra $300,000, use that money to invest, and the difference between the interest rate that he's paying on that new mortgage, which is 219, Mm -hmm. and the money that he is coming in, Connect pays on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So the monthly dividend that he's got coming in Mm -hmm. actually results in a total negative whack, a negative weighted average cost of capital, negative whack, the elusive negative whack. (laughs) Now, if you want to behave like a bank behaves, like if you want your personal finances to be like a bank or like a super rich person, 
That's how they get away with it. Negative whack. Negative whack. If you can find relatively risk-free investments that yield cash flow, that yield income, and you can borrow money cheaply, borrow a little more so that that cash flow coming from your investments covers your borrowing expenses. Eventually, you won't have any more borrowing expenses for any of the what you kind of the bad debt you've accumulated. It'll all just be interest that you're paying for money you have invested. That's like the holy grail of where you want to be. Yeah. Um, so, and that's where you manage to put Tom. Like, so now think about it like over the next year, two, three, all Tom is going to be doing is reducing the. Six hundred or five hundred seventy thousand dollars worth of mortgage debt he's got, mm-hmm. and increasing the amount of money he has available to invest in our mortgage fund or other investments. Again, it's it's kind of important that we're clear that like it doesn't have to be our mortgage fund. Right. I'm just it's I'm not I'm more confident in it than any other investment. And over the last twenty years, all I've done is invested in mortgages. Mm-hmm. I've got some other investments, but. I'm really, no one will ever be as confident as I am in the performance of our mortgage fund because I know it better than anyone else. Anyways, let's go back and just see the progression for Tom because this is like, I don't know if you can tell, this is, this is the one I'm most excited about. This is about. the negative. Okay, so Tom started out, he had a weighted average cost of capital of over 5%. He had a $500,000 mortgage and 70 grand worth of unsecured debt. Hey, don't think I didn't notice that you snuck 30 grand out of this deal. I mean, I think he did some property upgrades. Okay. So just to be clear, he's got a negative whack. He increased his debt by 30 grand too, which we're not even accounting for here, mm-hmm. which is great. Just an, like it would be even better if he had invested that extra 30 grand too. But Absolutely. So he's got, he, you got him a new second mortgage at 70 grand. You kept his existing first mortgage because the penalty was too big. I remember that. Fast forward now, Matt. Sorry, you're jumping around a lot, I know, but it's going to be worth it in the end. His credit's fixed. He gets the $900,000 mortgage. Probably scary that he's got a big mortgage, but don't worry. It's okay because he now... Listen, this isn't to say that from a cash flow perspective, he doesn't have a mortgage payment. Right. He still has money going out every month. What I'm saying is, is the money that's going out, that mortgage payment that he has, all he is pushing out right now are principal payments. So it's almost like a forced savings account. Mm-hmm. Tom couldn't be in a better situation if you ask Tom's, me. Tom's in a great place yeah. right now. That was really good. And to come from where Tom came from. Right. Right.